Hello, everyone, and welcome to the internet's only remaining funny podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me, as always, is a man who uh, is still, I think, recording from his neighbor's apartment, which he has broken into for a second week in a row. It's Ben Jenkins. <laughs> I do wish, Michael, I do wish that you would stop saying that I've broken into my neighbor's house. Well, um, how did you get in then? I, I used the key that they gave me to feed their cat, who I think you yeah. can hear in the background. Um, well, I think that it's like it's not the it's not a classic break in. It's not a mm-hmm. break in like a forced entry. Yeah, but I it's jimmied, a psychological break in. You know, I it's jimmied like, the door open with my key. Exactly. No, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying that like you started this weeks ago. You know, you started yeah. by um, you you know, you butted them up, you flattered them, you, you gained <laughs> I said, their trust. Hey, you, you guys should go to New Zealand for a while, so visit exactly. the family, and then and I now, and then I went into the middle of the uh, eastern suburbs, Westfield, and dropped a vial of coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, it's lovely to see you um, from this um, location, Ben. It's a lovely place. They're 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 staying a little longer um, because I don't know uh, if you read the news, Michael, but um, mm. there's a lot of coronavirus about about there and, is um, in, it, it, there's it, it, not it, it, a ton it. in New Zealand, so they're 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 not coming home. Uh, They've in a made hurry. their choice. They've made um, their choice. Well, someone who doesn't have coronavirus, and in my opinion, never will, is our <laughs> guest today. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> it's Alex Lee. Hello, Alex. It's true. I'm coronavirus's worst enemy. Tried to get me once, and I said, "Back off!" Like they, yeah. you do. You can actually ward away coronavirus with um, self-defense moves you learn in high school. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, eyes, nose, nuts. throat, nuts, nuts, nuts. Yeah. That's how you ward off the coronavirus. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I did not um, know that. That's that's very well. Cool. Not enough people do, Ben. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a pretty good home exclusive here. It's a pretty good home exclusive. You shout um, if, if 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 you see that little spiky ball coming toward you, yeah. you, say, you say back off, no, back off, and then and you, you shout fire. fire. Yeah, <laughs> I think the same guy came to every school. Yeah. Um, how are you, Al? Are you well? Uh, I'm so good. I'm thriving. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I did. In our chat just earlier, call a, a, a microphone cable a little bitch ass cable. So I think we can all agree that my mental state has never been better. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, yeah, so for international listeners, we're in I guess week like five maybe or something of lockdown here in Sydney. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know it's uh, we we had a pretty good year without COVID, and now mm-hmm. it's rearing its ugly head again. Yeah, and, we uh, we uh, we weren't locked down for a long time, and now we're just seeing what it's like if we do. I think yeah. this A B testing. I I reckon not being locked down will probably yeah. be end up more popular. You <laughs> but, think um, you you're a pre- you, you prefer the not being locked down of the two? I, I yeah, I got to say I've got a pretty strong preference for not being locked down. Um, ah. Personally, yeah. I don't mind it. I mean, look, I, I obviously, um, you know, I hate going outside and speaking to anyone anyway, unless we're recording it and um, making content out of it. But so also, it's really Michael, you're me. not you're not really locked down because you're still going into work. Because that's true, and I'm also yeah yeah because exactly. the insane government has decided that what you do with Lewis Hobber is essential, which is insane to me. Have we have we talked about this on the podcast? I don't believe uh, so. Um, so last year when I just started the job at radio. They, they basically dragged us into a room and they said, guys, if things get real, and this is going to sound like a bit, but this is not a bit. I promise you this is 100% true. They dragged us into a room and they said, guys, if things get really serious, just know that your show is the last show at the ABC that will go off air. And more like, <laughs> what? Are you what? what? 
They were like, basically, because of because our show is so cheap to make, but reaches so many people. Right. It's it's um it's the last thing to go off air at the ABC, or it's like one of the last three. I think it's us, and then like like a, an emergency news bulletin. But you we're very rarely it. you very rarely see that in disaster movies, do you? You very rarely <laughs> see like uh, the comet is still heading for Earth, sort of announced by by Boingo and Dogfuck. <laughs> Which is what I think your on-air nicknames are. I, I got to say, I haven't listened in a while. Yeah, Boingo and Dogfuck here. We're giving away a ute <laughs> filled with yeah, cheese. Classic, classic Triple J stuff. Giving away utes with a lot of our budget. Um, but, yeah, no, so so if there are, like, tanks in the streets and stuff, mm-hmm. um, we're still going to be going in every day, despite it, the fact, yeah. I just wonder, Michael, and I don't want to cast aspersions on your professionalism, but do you think since they dragged you into a room to tell you this information that they didn't want you to say it on their podcast? Uh, no, what's it going to – but what are they going to – it sounds confidential, doesn't it? It does. What? Sound what's very rarely. What's the secret? What's the, what's the possible secret? I don't know very why they just walk into your staff room and then just yeah. yell it. That's all. Very rarely do you go, hey, 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 uh, Michael and Lewis, can we just have a chat in here for a second? Thanks. Uh, Janice, close the door. Okay. Now, first of all, tell anyone this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this information is yours. Do with it what you will. That's basically what we're dealing with here. No, yeah. So, um, so I'm, 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 I'm. According to the Australian government, um, and and it's uh, and the broadcasting arm of the government, I am actually very essential. And I'd like you to to respect that, please. <laughs> to to, um, to treat me as such. <laughs> yeah, please. I'm the mouth. I, I'm once there are tanks in the streets, I'll be the one announcing who the tanks are allowed to shoot. That's that's my job. I don't job. think that's. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Um, I don't get to decide, but I do get to be the mouthpiece of whoever does decide. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, so whichever yeah. government takes over, when we get invaded, whichever government takes us over, mm. you will remain the mouthpiece of that. Oh, um, Michael Hing is nothing but a quizlet. Let's be let's let's be really clear. Like, there's <laughs> no way that Michael Hing doesn't kowtow to. You know, a soft breeze if it threatens to. Um, yeah, no. Whether it was, over. it could, it could be. We could be invaded by New Zealand, by China, by Indonesia, by yeah. the US, by England. Whoever it is, I will happily serve our new fascist overlords. They have um, a, they have a friend in Michael Hing. Yeah, and can I just say to anyone who's listening to this after we've invaded, if you're just going through the back catalogues and it's, you know, I don't know, um, Prime Minister Modi or. Is President Modi? Look, whoever it is. Look, whoever's listening to this, if you've taken over Australia, please sure. get in contact with me. I've got lots of um, followers on Instagram. Uh-huh. Happy to make them um, y- uh, serve you as well. Really wow. happy to be of service here. You're being here. a dictator influencer. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. That's, it's really good you put those systems in place to make sure that happens. Yeah, i got to be honest. Yeah. I don't think it would have ever occurred to Modi uh, that Australia would be... Uh, a target, but um, I know he listens, so I'm really hoping that this doesn't set off uh, a oh chain of no. events from which there is no return. Um, Alex, I've got to ask, how uh, we have children that are almost identical ages. How are you going in lockdown uh, with Xavier? Oh, oh, luckily he doesn't like leaving the house and he doesn't like sharing with other kids. So Oh, it's a real Michael Hing. <laughs> he's a real, yeah, he's a real, oh God, he's a real Michael Hing. <laughs> Um, no, that's an awful thing to say about someone's child. No, I'm really no. sorry. Um, you shouldn't have said that. It was uncalled for. Um, no, it's okay. I mean, luckily, we can still go to the playground. Um, yep. And I realized I did something psycho today. 
I was trying to like, teach him about sharing. So he saw this kid had a little like plastic shopping trolley and he just ran up and tried to snatch it. And the kid was like, no, it's mine. And yeah. so he was like, it's my trolley with one wheel. And I was like, look, you don't even know what it's called. So it's clearly yours. <laughs> and the kid snatched it and, and, they, and the kid left with his, his parents. And I was like, Xavier, if you want to play with that kid's shopping trolley, maybe you should introduce yourself and say, hello, my name is Xavier. Uh, what's your name? Um, yeah. And then... What you got there? <laughs> and then say, oh, oh, um... And then he's and then he jumped in. He's like, "Can I have trolley?" And I was like, "No, no, no, not yet." And then maybe yeah. you're saying something like, oh, "I've got a, a spade. Do you want to play with my spade?" <laughs> this is psycho shit, Alex. And so, and I was like, "Oh, is this just?" And I looked at my husband, and I was like, "Am I just teaching my son to be as manipulative as I am?" Yeah, you are. <laughs> because then, I, and then I was, he, and he called me on it when I was like, "Look, if you want the shopping trolley, why don't you say, hey, let's play shops." You can be the shopkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> and then, my friend, you get everything you want. Yeah. And, and then I uh, took a moment and I realized that's, that's psycho, isn't it? It's a bit psycho. Uh, hard to tell. I don't have any experience in being a parent. So, um, Ben, uh, if you want to be the expert here in terms of how to raise a not-psycho child. Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, Moses right now is in um, a stage where he will melt down at, this, at simply the drop of a hat. Um, mm. So, the conversation you had with Xavi uh, is impossible to have with Moses right now um, because he's screaming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh- I, I don't feel like I'm in a position. If if Mo ever does kind of come out of this phase, which, as Alex knows, when children are in this phase, you're like, well, mm. I guess they're like this forever. <laughs> um, uh, but if he ever does, I think I'm going to try that because I realized something about Mo the other day, which was quite frightening, in that he, and I think all toddlers are like this in a way, mm. they are experts in human weakness like they don't they don't not even they might not even know that they're doing it but like so when 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 we put mo down for his nap regardless of like how tidy is or whatever like he will always try and prolong having to us turn out the light right so like you'll be like you read the last story he's in his cot you'll say see you in a little bit buddy have a great nap and then he'll say something to you like that do that you love me that have you ever grab- loved me well I was comparing notes with my mother-in-law and my wife and he yeah. shouts different things depending on oh, who's doing it because God. he knows. So oh. like, so for Bella, who's his mother-in-law, it's I'm yeah. hungry. His, and grandmother, that's fu- his grandmother. Oh. Sorry, his oh. grandmother. <laughs> that's of course her weakness. It's of course her weakness. She's because the one who I'm made hungry. your cat so fat it exploded. <laughs> exactly. She's a, she's a Jewish grandmother. And he says, I'm hungry. And she just like the next half hour is him, is her... Sort of playing a charcuterie with, platter or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't fly with Anya, but what mm. does fly is he says, um, "I have a tummy ache," because Anya, oh. Anya is like a little bit more elevated in terms of like, "Hey, what's up?" You know what I mean? So, like, can I guess what he says to you to manipulate you, Ben? Yeah, I mean, look, I I don't think you're gonna get it, but maybe you sure. will. Sure. Okay. Does he say, "Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. I've got a jelly bean." <laughs> Would you like half my jelly bean? <laughs> Does he offer to share a jelly bean with you, Ben? Alex, uh, do you want to guess? I think he's like, hey, Dad, you know that joke you told to me earlier? <laughs> was that what yours? Was, the, was that? Was that? <laughs> I just feel like I heard another dad saying it at the park. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we have like a half hour discussion about. So who what, did you hear say it? Who did, you, who who did, did you Mark say it? Did Mark Sutton? Is that did Uncle Mark say it? Is that who you heard? Because that's because he might have got it from me. Do you understand? He might have actually heard he me actually say it. This so. is to my podcast, so so I don't. Yeah. No. Do you know what he says? He says, "Dad, I'm scared," oh. and that really gets me gets me right r- right there. So yeah, wow. yeah. You know what my um, son also, said? Also, to because me. I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, sorry. You go. Oh, it gets me because I'm also afraid of monsters. So sure, when he says I'm scared, <laughs> I tend to flip out. Um, yeah, what does your son? <laughs> what does your son say, Al? He said to me the other night, same thing. I was leaving. He said, "Daddy hit me in the head with a big hammer." <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck! And I was like, I, like they, I know every, you know, I I don't read parenting books, but I do follow a parenting Instagram, and I think that's the same thing. That's the same. Thing. Sure, um, sure. And they said, you know, you should always, you know, believe your children. Oh. And I was like, okay, with a big hammer, he hit you on the head. I'm just imagining you like immediately just storming into the lounge room and going, "What the fuck, Benedict? Benedict, what is what?" What, what is happened? your problem? <laughs> With a, a big huge hammer? hammer? Really? Really, Benedict? A huge hammer? Yeah. <laughs> so can I share, I obviously don't have, like I said, I don't have any um, expertise being a parent sure. uh, of a psycho child, but I do have the expertise of having, uh, of being a child to an absolutely psycho parent. Sure. And obviously in lockdown, everyone's um, family tensions are, you know, all over the shop and, and whatnot. I just wanted to share with you guys something that's happened in that family group chat this week. Oh, yeah. oh, great. I thought it would be funny. So um, I'll just hold this up. You can see, oh, you can't really see, but there's basically my sister has sent a video uh, mm-hmm. To the family group chat of her wonderful uh, new child, uh, you know, couple months old, a, a beautiful uh, baby, mm-hmm. a human baby. Great. And in the video, her husband, the father of the child, is sort of holding it like you would hold a baby and sort of like jiggling it, you know, just a cute family group chat style. video of the baby. Yeah. 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 My mother has replied to the family group chat heart attack alert for people. <laughs> Shaped like, and then an apple emoji, right? What the fuck is she talking about? So yeah, she's saying, that? if you are shaped like an apple, you 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 have a you're you're going to get a heart attack, right? We're all confused by this. We're like, why has mum said this? Why is this the thing mum is replying to the the video with? Uh-huh. And then she screenshot the video at a specific part where you see the waistline of my brother-in-law, right? <laughs> who, who again, is who I need to say on the record is is not a fat man. He's not a fat man at all, right? Mum has screenshot that oh and she's circled in yellow the offending portion of the waist <laughs> that she thinks... Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Okay. Again, 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 I cannot stress this enough. He is... A regular-sized individual, right? Even if he were, even if he were enormous, yeah, even just... that, psycho, right? So then, mum, mum screenshots that and says, "You need to take care of his health." This, this is to my sister. Um, is he oh, in wow. the group chat? He is, and he's <laughs> remaining silent as the grave. <laughs> silent as an not, apple. He's not saying anything. Um, That's smart. Yeah, and then basically, mum goes. Um, obese people. So now she's she's up. She's up. She's saying he's obese. She goes. Obese people have more complications if they catch COVID. Also, risk of early heart attack and diabetes. People with fatty liver have more strokes. And then do something now. Three exclamation marks. <laughs> That's Holy so crazy. Shit. 
And this goes on for 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 for, for text and text. I'm not saying anything. No one, everyone else is just like, what the fuck is mom doing? Shut the fuck up. Joey, my sister, has just decided to just fucking go in, right? Oh um, wow. By by being like, why is this my responsibility? You should be talking to him about this. You know, oh my also, god, that's not the rea- that's not the response. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. But it comes back. So then Sorry, I love that that your family is so weird that you didn't pick up that that's that's probably not. <laughs> It's yeah. it's so cruel. Not, it, it, do this not is, talk to my husband like that. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> like oh, sorry, this is not my problem. <laughs> he, he can take care of his own health. All right. Then Joey um, sends this photo of like a cheese board to the family group chat, saying, "This is what we're having for lunch." Right, which has sent my mother into a conniption. Right, because obviously cheese—that's cholesterol, that's fat. You're going to die. I right? can tell you that for free. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this goes back and forth for a bit. Until, um, and I, and I, this is going to sound like I'm outing Hum for something. I just want to know that. I just want to say that she has talked publicly about her terrible cholesterol, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and we, she, she's she's very I, open she, about that. She and I text about our cholesterol. We're cholesterol yeah. buds now. Something so, to our younger listeners that that you may not realize is that when you get into your thirties, you have uh, friends who you text about your cholesterol with. Mm, you know the friends yeah. that you that you text right now about drugs and things, MDMA um, and whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's just like cholesterol. that. It's, but it's you talk about cholesterol. Okay, so with that in con- just just to say, Hum has already talked about this publicly about her her, her um what she describes as her dangerous levels of buttery arteries. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey then just uh, writes this at Linda Hing. Why aren't you chastising at Michael Hing for at Hamira's <laughs> cholesterol? Right. <laughs> so she's dragging me to this. Holy shit! Your family's like, a nest of vipers. Yeah. <laughs> so then I've just written back. Will you please leave me out of this? Right. Again, then, it's not like, hey, this is bad. We should yeah. be talking about anybody's health. This is, hey, this isn't my problem. Okay. Yeah. At which point, my mum writes, "It's because my grandchild needs a healthy father, and Michael hasn't hasn't had any kids yet." <laughs> oh wow! Fuck me! Yeah, That's, proper psycho um, stuff. Let us anyway. know when she body shapes the baby for packing on the <laughs> kg. It's it's um I think it's extraordinary that I haven't um grown up more insane. Oh, you know? you're pretty Obviously, nuts, man! Like- I know, I know. But when you but but this is this is on the reg in the family group chat. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's like you know I I I I think I actually deserve a medal for not being more insane. All right, well, yeah. uh, maybe one, Silence? Maybe, maybe Silence? one of our, maybe our listeners be. can, yeah, yeah, I, maybe, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure, Michael. Leave it with me and I'll have a think about what kind of medal we could give you. Um, okay, guys, thanks everyone. I'd really appreciate a medal. Guys, this is Free to a Good Home, a podcast where we go mm-hmm. through the week's classifieds and find the best and stuff wor- uh, worst stuff to talk about. If yep. you um, uh, have uh, been a long-time listener, you'll notice something a little bit different in that um, I think we have post-roll ads now. Um, Do we? These are, yeah, these are what ads that, that come on. Post-roll. It's, it's ads that come on at the very end of the podcast. Um, what are we advertising for? Oh, well, remember, Michael, we had to go through that huge list with the podcasting people and, um, oh, and select. Yes. select. I just got which... a text message from Hum that said, is he talking about my cholesterol again? <laughs> He's obsessed with my buttery arteries. <laughs> She's in the next room. We're all in lockdown, all right? We're all in lockdown. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, uh, we, we had to go through this very long list of, of ads, Alex, which I think you had to do um, with us for Dragon Friends when we, when we started putting ads on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and sort of opt out of, of various things that we didn't want ad. But I, I did want to say that if, if you uh, listen to this podcast and in that post roll you get an ad for anything crook, please do reach out. Because one of yeah. the things that we did have to opt out of was hate crimes. So <laughs> if... <laughs> If something goes wrong and you get an ad for hate crimes, <laughs> why, why we would simply love to know. <laughs> yeah, but that was an option of what you could yeah. keep. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's. I think it was hateful content. I think is the is the <laughs> thing you have to you have to opt out of. No, so no, there should be no there should be no um, hateful content advertising. Very firmly tick that box. Um, yeah, obviously, um, you know, Tom and Demi, when they uh, were using an advertising service for their podcast, for Big Soft Titty, they had advertising for ASIO that they didn't know about for ages. <laughs> so, obviously, mistakes happen. Mm. So, again, if you get any um, horrific ads for us, please. I think, please I think those ads for ASIO were actually placed by our international enemies who were trying to uh, recruit the softest possible idiots uh, into the Australian military. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. All right, um, let's get to a classified. Ben, do you have one to start us off? You know, guys, I do. I do have one to start us off. And um, this one was uh, posted uh, in our group, uh, in our uh, Facebook group by Ed Griffiths. So thank you very much, Ed. It's from um, Marketplace uh, in Melbourne on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and here it is. Uh, do, you want, do you guys want me to describe the image first or the words? Uh, let's go image first, yeah. I reckon. Hmm. Okay. It is an image, guys, um, of a of a bunch of human bones. Um, okay. Okay. I'm talking. I'm talking. Oh, they are arranged not in the um, dem bones order. <laughs> um, so they're just. It's, it's a pile. It's a pile, a pile of, bones of bones in a box. It's, yeah, it's a, pile a pile of bones. bones in a box. I will say the spine bones are connected to the hip bones, but that's sort of it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. There's there's a spine, and then you have like all the arm bones and the leg Yeesh. bones kind of tossed together um, a, a, as one. Um, mm. uh, these are um, it's hard to tell from a photo, but uh, these look to be very much real bones, um, and that's relevant because of okay. what the copy is. Sure. Um, the copy is, um, and punctuation uh, is very important here because the first word is plastic. Right. Uh huh. Okay. But then, but but uh, but but that but that word plastic is in inverted commas. So it's <laughs> plastic. And then there are three winky emojis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's plastic. Wink, oh, wink, wink. Oh, do you know what it is? Actually, it says plastic, and then winky, 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 and then half skeleton, including skull. So I don't think this actually has. I'm actually not sure what's missing because looking at the pile of bones, you got hips, you got. You just might not have legs. I think, I think you probably legs. don't have like hands and feet. Maybe no, I, I can. Hands. S- I can see some hands. Yeah. What about yeah, the yeah, ear yeah. bones? Like, 
the little tiny ones. Well, I'm looking are at the bones skull. In the, ear? the tiniest I'd... bone is in the ear. Are they real Fuck. bones, Al, or are they like, you know how people are like, a tomato is, is actually a fruit? Are they like... Well, that's also real. <laughs> no, I just mean, are they like, are they like gimme bones, like just little <laughs> trivia bones that aren't really bones? I it's, think, no, I think, I think it is a, you know, it classifies, it's not like some cartilage or something. Okay. Yeah, well, right. I don't know if you get ear bones because the picture of the skull, which is horrifying, mm. um, is wow. sort of um, shadowed out. So I've got to say, I want some more information. <laughs> Well, here's the copy. I have to... Description. Oh, so, sorry. Uh, this is just in Melbourne, Victoria. Uh-huh. The condition is used as I suppose all skeletons are. Sure. Um, but in good condition. <laughs> Description. I have to say plastic, winky face. If interested, message me before it gets pulled by Facebook again. Oh, shit. <laughs> Post your cost, no problem. What does O-N-O mm. mean? Or nearest offer? Okay. I think it's all nearest offer. Yeah. Yeah. So Post your cost at no problem, and it, this this is going for eight hundred Australian dollars. Eight hundred dollars wow. for a plastic half skeleton. Yes. So, is it illegal to sell bones in Australia? Let me Google that. Well, it's gotta be. Hing, I reckon you'd get better results if you Googled selling human remains. I think mm. that that would be. Oh sure. So there's there's an act in 1982. Called the Human Tissue Act. Would love to know what precipitated that act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would um, love to know what what scandal precipitated the passing of the Human Tissue Act. So, but according to the Human Tissue Act in Australia, it is illegal to buy or sell any human remains. Um, yeah, otherwise they'd be, you know, the grave diggers. They'd be out looting all the... The cemeteries. Well, I'm no lawyer, but I'm married to one, so I think that counts when I say I don't think that um, bones are human tissue. So you're uh, right. Well, it's any human remains. I know, I know it's called the Human Tissue Act, but it actually covers any human remains. In fact, in 2019, it seems, Lawson's, an auction house... Mm. Oh, I, was... I get a lot of stuff from Lawson's. Well, um, the Sydney auction I, house Lawson's... Th- those are my skeleton guys. <laughs> they adver- <laughs> this is quite funny because they advertised um, a, a sale, um, a box of human bones, mm-hmm. um, for about $100 to $150, right? Wow. That was, the, that, that was what they thought was going to go for, $100, $150, bucks, right? But the thing is, it was part of a deceased estate. Yeah, Lawson's is and all I deceased guess, estates. I guess it's unclear to me if the deceased person... Owned the bones because they had a skeleton <laughs> in their parlor, or they're selling the bones of someone who also they're selling the couch of. There Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, and, and the they found about the that bones is... on the couch, and they were like, yeah. "Well, let's pack this up." <laughs> they said everything in the apartment, so okay. Because <laughs> estate sales are often to cover debts, so maybe this yeah, person's debts right, were so okay. huge that they were like, "Well, the the vases and the lamps and the chaise longue isn't going to cut it." We got to sell Grandpa's bones as well. Oh, now, is there? Goodness. But is aren't there? I know. I, I guess I'm being very. I am quite ignorant about this. But aren't there? There are certain cultures around the world where, like, human remains are like part of the the grieving process, or not the grieving process, but it's like part of the thing, right? It's like turning someone's skull into a into an ornament or something is like part of the. That's part of the vibe. Well, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I I can't speak to like specifics, but I do know that like. Western culture around sort of bodies and corpses and things is a lot more, um, uh, what's the word, like sc- not, not squeamish, like, but... Heebie-jeebed? Yeah, uh, exactly. Westerners are a lot more heebie-jeebed um, yeah. than, than other cultures are by sort of remains. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm taking a guess. I think it's like Tibet 
has like yeah. Uh, By like, the way, like he, when, when making when making sweeping generalizations about a culture, it's always best to just take a guess. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I've been to a museum where I've seen. I mean, these are probably pretty old, so I'm, I don't imagine it's like commonplace in like Tibet now. But I'm pretty sure there's like a kind of bowl made out of like the top of your skull in Tibet. Okay, it's called like a skull bowl or something. Let me Google it. <laughs> I mean, sure, but that, if that was before bowls were invented, then... Well, exactly. If you can give a better way to find a sort of half sphere or a yeah. dome, I'd love to hear mm. it. Uh, mm. Alex Lee, skeleton, $800, half a skeleton. Any interest? Any interest, Al? Any interest. What would I do with it? Well, maybe you could use it to teach your son a lesson about sharing. <laughs> the skeleton right. could be a friend he's got to share the shopping trolley with, you know? This boy didn't share. And then... <laughs> And look what happened look to what it. What happened? He didn't share his flesh, but they took it in. No, he, he did. He shared it too. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I've given a reverse lesson. This boy shared too much of his flesh. And now he's a skeleton. So then you I want have to find say, the sweet and spot, he's Zaydi. never been happier. Yeah. <laughs> That's parenting. Look at the um, smile on his skull. He's <laughs> never been happier. Did you believe in skeletons as a kid? <laughs> what anyone, the fuck believe in skeletons? are you talking about, Michael? Like, I, I mean the existence of human skeletons. I you mean, mean like spooky skeletons. Playing type. Exactly. The, the kind of skeleton that, that plays xylophones on its ribs. Um, did you... Was <laughs> no, there an age? Because there was never a... What, what the fuck are you talking about? There was never like a... The reason why you believe in like Santa Claus is because you have adults who tell you... What did your parents tell you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that was just the time in my life where I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, skeletons. That, yeah. that makes sense. Isn't it funny, like, though? Because all the spooky paraphernalia is made up and then they just throw in a real one. It's like vampires, not real. Monsters, <laughs> goblins, not real. Werewolves, not real. Skeletons, they are real. They are a real thing. Yeah. They live inside all of yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, ready to leap out your throat at any moment. Um, I feel like there was a time where if my parents had brought home a skeleton from Lawson's or or from Facebook Marketplace or whatever, mm. and they were like, this will come to life, I would have been like, oh, okay, well, I need to kill it then. If you put on any more weight, Michael, this will come to life. They said, this is your finspo, Michael. <laughs> Get on the treadmill, fatty. Okay. Uh, Michael, do you have another classified for us to just enjoy? I do indeed. Uh, this one was sent in by Josh Laurie. Thank you, Josh. It's a it's a little bit gross, if I'm honest. Okay. It's a little bit gross. Well, you are the, the one who chose to read it, so. Yeah, but it's pretty funny. Let's not so, put this on Josh. Uh, I don't know where this has been taken from. Josh hasn't. Josh has actually blurred out where this has been taken from because I think um, maybe they, uh, you know, don't want us to know where they are. But mm-hmm. it's entitled. It's from Craigslist, and it's entitled "I Cut Grass for Free." And also, eat pussy. Oh! <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Need help with that pesky grass that keeps growing? Spare yourself and don't sweat. I come, mow your lawn for free, and also, eat your pussy. Only if you want to. Shirtless service. Ladies only, no chumps. Actually, if you have beer, I might consider it. But just the shirtless mowing, not anything else. God bless <laughs> and stay coronavirus safe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Josh, for finding that and setting that in. <laughs> wow. I've seen a few of these. I like not mm. this specific ad, but there's a genre of Craigslist or Gumtree listing, which is like, I'll, I'll clean the floors and then I'll fuck you good. Um, and it's a bit like we discussed recently about 
why key cutting and shoe repair are bundled in. Like, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think these are separate, discrete services that actually require different skills. Yeah, 100%. I don't think there's any transferable skill from cutting grass and cutting lingus, I don't think, personally. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying they're mutually exclusive. I think that would be a, a bridge too far, no, guys. I don't think... But it's not it, like being good at one will make you good at the other. Well, exactly. Think. And that's why I think the key cutting and shoe repair analogy is particularly yeah. apt. Um, the, but only, I, the only thing I could possibly... The only link I could possibly see... Sure. Is, if, is, is the shirtless service aspect of this, mm-hmm. where... He is sort of saying, "This guy's sort of saying." Sorry, are you guys hearing that? Are you guys hearing that cat meowing plaintively in the background? I thought it was uh, a baby really. crying in my apartment and was ignoring it. <laughs> well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just flagging it. Sorry, I just wanted mm. to break up your momentum. What did, did you no. did you kill? Like, is the cat okay? Oh, she's fine. She's just a real pat goblin, and I'm not giving her pats right now. All oh, right, come here, Coco. Right. There we go. There we go. My little mushy chap. Um. I, I think that the uh, it's the shirtless service aspect of this that I think is kind of a clue as to who might like this. I think uh-huh. if you're someone who has a thing for shirtless like landscape gardeners or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is the service for you. Does you this? Get to, yeah. You get to if if you're a fan of uh, uh, backyard hunk Jamie Jury. Sure. Um, you know, oh, and you like get to sort of like live out that kind of uh, fantasy of some life. sort of fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where like the the lawn man comes yeah. to comes to do the lawn, and then you know, um, is is there? Alex, you look so distressed this? by I'm this. So you look so distressed. I'm just trying to figure out what's in it for him. Like, <laughs> assume that if, if I just called and I was like, "Look, let me be clear. Not interested in the pussy eating, mm-hmm. but you're just gonna come and mow my lawn for free." Yeah. That seems what it is. Do you, you know what really it is? Shirty, like when he came over. Well, no, he's no, he's he's, he's, he's specifically going to be shirtless. <laughs> um. <laughs> like, do you think he'd mow like with a bit yeah. of an attitude? Like, do you know what I maybe, think it is, if he Al? Knew you that know, I, he didn't. He wasn't going to eat pussy afterwards. Yeah, you know, you know how like well, actually, I actually think what he'd do is worse than that. You know how like people get lured into like um like no obligation, just like come and listen to this timeshare seminar, yeah. and then mm. they really put the hard word yeah. on you before you can have the sure. free lunch or whatever it is they're putting on. Do you think he'd talk about it the way you know how like sometimes you speak to someone and get a um a quote on a thing, and they tell you all this other stuff you need. Yeah. For example, if you got like the classic one is to go to the mechanic and you go, oh, I just need to get this tire changed, or, or I just need to get this oil changed, or whatever. And they're like, oh, did you know that this bit of your car's all fucked up as well? Sure. Do you think the, do you think the guy coming around <laughs> to be like, all right, so you think your lawn done? Oh, that pussy looks really uneaten. That's, <laughs> is that? <laughs> Look, mate, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I tell everybody else. I don't have to eat the pussy, but someone's going to have to do it. You know, in eventually, three to four it's months. Like an hour in six months. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be know, a lot more want... expensive. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I do you think know, the funniest possible thing to do would be like to set it up and be like, and then on the day be like, cool, I'm not going to be home. Like the mower's on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a code, so he's got to do it. He you know what I mean? This, this strikes me as a man with a code, so <laughs> he's got to do it. Um, uh, do you have a lawn at your house, Ben? Look, it's a bit of a sore spot because we do have a lawn. But um, we've we've had it returfed like twice now, and it just You've only been there for like a year, year and a half, and it just keeps dying. Oh, I think no. yeah, we've tried two different kinds of grass. Has someone salted the earth? It's possible that Moses is doing that. Uh, <laughs> because I've, I've got 
to go over to your house when you like just returfed it. And it was, it was beautiful. beautiful. Moses and Xavier played cricket on it. It was like a wonderful <laughs> they afternoon. The they salted the earth. They salted the earth. lovely dog. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Do, so, have, have you had a lawn guy come around and be like, this is what's wrong with your lawn? Yeah. We, had a, we, had, we actually had a lawn guy come around and then like sort of check in every couple of weeks. Just like you'd be sitting outside and then his little nose would pop up over the hedge and he'd be looking at the lawn. It was actually, it's actually slightly now, unsettling if I'm honest with you. Can, can I ask Ben? Yeah. When when he and obviously you don't have to answer this question, but when he came over and so you were negotiating the services, did mm-hmm. he say to you, mm-hmm. "Can I go down on you?" And did you say sort of, "No, I'm not interested in that." And he said, "Well, good luck keeping that lawn alive." <laughs> oh. I mean, look, he did, but I didn't really think anything of it at the time. <laughs> I just thought that was sort of regular tradie speak. Um, but now that you mention it, yeah. So it's, um, it's like being cursed by a, by an old witch, you know. But yeah. in this instance, it's a lawn guy. Yeah. So maybe so, you don't you don't want to get in into sort of dealing with this person because the, it might be a similar situation. Yeah. Every yeah. Time very he much comes, so. He cuts your grass and you don't <laughs> let him eat your pussy, then he's gonna put salt on it. Just like um, what happened my- to Ben. So let this be a lesson <laughs> to you, you all listening out there. Um, yeah. I got to mow that grass maybe like three times before it just started dying. So and, um, what's and wrong with re- it? Oh, it's just, well, Michael, it's it's not alive. It's dead. That's right, the, okay. If, Classic yeah, dead. I don't wanna, if, if I'm sort of house MDing my lawn, I'd say that the main <laughs> problem is that it's dead. <laughs> the um, main problem is you're addicted to painkillers. That's the main yeah, problem. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that colours sort of everything. <laughs> Most of your diagnoses. Um, I'm yeah. genuine. Like, are the but, roots not taking or like what's going on? You well, Alex, you've you have you ever maintained a garden no. in the inner west of Sydney? No, I've never maintained. Because there's an a awful lot of lead in in the soil, oh. and I don't think that helps. Yeah. I think it's the one-two punch of um, very toxic soil mm. and um, about an inch thick worth of dirt before you hit sort of sandstone and asbestos from previous owners. Sure. So, I could th- you buy some new dirt off the internet? Do you, yep. Yeah, because done we, that? we mock we've mocked people on the on the podcast before for doing exactly mm. that. But who the yeah. fuck would buy just a bunch of dirt? Um, one thing that uh, we decided not to do this time, I got returfed, is just totally just re dirt it. Um, right. So I think that's going to be the next step. Um, but what yeah, if you my, just pay, what if you concrete pave it? That's and, you know what astroturf. Have you thought about as, astroturf? As Ale- I've got to say, it's pleasant. As Alexi Toliopoulos, um, as Alexi Toliopoulos told us on this very podcast, uh, mm. the Greeks love to concrete their backyard so mm. Satan can't escape hell. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if you know that? Um, I, I haven't been to a child's playground in a long time, but uh, the one good. we used to go, oh, yeah, just good. <laughs> but the one I used to go to in Illawong, uh-huh. uh, where we used to live, used to have this sort of. Um, I would call it like an aerated spongy. Like one day they got rid of all the wood chips because people were getting too many splinters, I think. Mm-hmm. And they replaced the wood chips at the base of the playground with like an aerated spongy material. Mm-hmm. Um, how much? What do you know, guys? Do you guys know the kind of material? Yeah, I'm talking about? I know exactly oh, what you're lovely. talking about. Why don't you get that on your front lawn? That'd be fucking sick. So so like the, I think that would be a kind of invitation for the local children to come play because it would look exactly like a play. I think you're right. I think. Imagine I think, if your, but imagine if your son, yeah. then Moses, I think mm-hmm. is his name. Yep. Imagine if he then became the kid at daycare or school or wherever who had a fucking playground in his front yard. He'd be so fucking <laughs> yeah. cool. It's got real. It's got real Richie Rich overtones, doesn't it? <laughs> like, um, like uh, when people found out that I think it was Barbara Streisand had like a replica shopping center in her. Basement. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Michael King, stolen. do you have one to take us home with? Wait. Oh, I did that one that to Alex. Can you throw it out? No, you heard me. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Lee, can you yes. take us home with a delightful classifier? I would love to. This is from Genevieve. Thank you, Genevieve. Thank you. My my female, 52, husband, M, 58. Oh, mm-hmm. good on her for posting on relationship advice at her advanced age. i got to mm-hmm. say, it's nice. <laughs> All right. It's I'd like to apologise to any listeners in their 50s who just heard Alex describe them as in advanced age, <laughs> like they were the face of Bo. Uh, also, <laughs> just so I clear, Al, like I know like we're all like acutely aware of our age because we work in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. sure, but not everyone does. And... It's mm-hmm. not a death sentence for other people to be in their 50s ah, like it is for us. I see. See, I don't even know. I'm not even going to bother existing by then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn skeleton. Yeah, right. you're going to activate skeleton mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pop myself into a box, put a label that says Lawson, uh-huh. and I'll be done. My husband <laughs> is... Okay, sorry. So <laughs> nice, little, nice little nest egg for Xavier. <laughs> My husband is turned on because I got stung by bees on my privates. <laughs> <laughs> Any more information required? Throw away because this is embarrassing. I've recently started keeping bees as it has been a lifelong dream of mine. I have two hives. Today I went down to check on them and I was wearing a pair of loose gym shorts. Uh-huh. Long story mm-hmm. short, I ended up being stung multiple times on my genitals. Mm-hmm. They are now Aww. grotesque grotesquely swollen and very painful. Oh. I asked my husband to come check and make sure I had the stingers out, but I noticed that he had an erection while I was crying in pain. Oh. oh. He admitting the swelling turns him on and he and has hinted that he would like to have sex while everything is still swollen. Uh, he, he even suggested uh. delaying taking Benadryl for a couple of hours. I was furious and refused, and he asked yep. if I would put on the bee hat and veil and let him take bottomless pictures of me for him to enjoy later. Oh. Oh, I'm so mad and horrified. I yelled at him and sent him outside, but I suspect that he is in his shop pleasuring himself right now. <laughs> I don't know what to do. This is so horrible, but I'm just imagining like <laughs> I'm just imagining her being like, "You just I don't want I don't want to look at you. You leave the house." And then he leaves the house, and she shouts after, "Hey, hey, hey!" And hey. no wanking. <laughs> no. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Um, guys, I don't, I don't care for this at all. We really try and be a sex positive podcast, Al, as you'll know from being on a a number of times. Um, but I think what gets me is the, the, uh, the, the lack of compassion here for somebody getting stung on their genitals. Um, Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, I think, yeah, I think, sure, be sex positive, but you've got to be a husband first and a pervert second. That is a great tip for anyone. That is a great. That is a great. That is that is such good relationship advice to everyone. You need to be a partner first and a pervert second. Yeah, Think that's about right. That. Partner first, pervert second. <laughs> like oh, man. Like, she, she's got stingers. I got. I mean, yeah. she's. Who is beekeeping in in loose gym shorts like that? Yeah. Is let's not let's not put this on her. But well, yes, I agree. That's yeah. That's, there's a reason they have there are protective equipment to it for for bees. I yeah. wonder. Yeah, so your husband doesn't masturbate in his workshop when your genitals <laughs> are stuck by bees. Here is here is my situation. Here is not my situation. Here is my thought <laughs> on the matter. 
Uh-huh. I'm trying to put myself in her position, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, I live a different life to her and everything else. But if I, if my penis was stung yeah. by mm-hmm. bees and yeah. was very mm-hmm. swollen, mm-hmm. and then my partner said to me, "Would you like to have sex?" I'd be like, "No, I would not like to do that at all." Right? Wow, that's incredible empathy you've shown. But, <laughs> but oh, I no. can imagine a world in which my partner, who was in this instance, let's assume it's not hum, but it's just someone who is turned on by by swollen genitals or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they if they sort of said to me, oh, well, I read in a book that I had to suck out the poison or something, <laughs> right? And I let them yeah. do that and then they went and jerked off afterwards. Uh-huh. Maybe that would be like, maybe maybe for me, per- again, for me personally, I'm not saying anyone else, uh-huh. but for me personally, I'd be like, all right, fair enough. Like that's, you know, <laughs> I think that's okay. Do you sure. believe them that they're sucking out the poison? Well, the I time? guess, I mean, I, I, in this situation, it's an emergency. I don't know. Like right, I, but so I, you I believe I'm bamboozled don't have time. into getting your dick sucked. <laughs> wow, Michael, you're a real rube. <laughs> Just when that uh, that fast talking flimflam man rolls into town and convinces you, it's like that time we went we all went to the carnival and, and he said to me, "Hey, said, hey, if you can knock down these milk bottles with this baseball, you can win." <laughs> You can win a free bear. And I was like, great. And next thing I know is getting my dick sucked. Oh, 76 trombone. <laughs> um, you know, being I, I mean, I, I, I'm making an assumption that they've been married for a while, but maybe they remarried. But mm. but if they have been married for a while, this is a long time to keep that under wraps. I Imagine it's if like, it's been like 25 years and you didn't know that that was your husband's kink. I guess it's like such a specific thing. Like I think most people would only have swollen bee stung genitals, hopefully, you know, at the most once in their life. <laughs> um, so you know, that, oh, yeah. you know how last week we, we mentioned uh, in the episode with Jacob Reed, we were talking about the possibility of uh, going to marriage counselling. And yeah. I was, and, and Jacob said something about like in, in I think Catholicism, they take um, men and women into different rooms and they go, just so make sure you're all on the same page before you get married, that kind of thing, right? Do you think there is a market for a, a service where before you get married or even or even the early stages of dating, right, you go mm-hmm. into a room with a, a I, I don't want to say pervert, but someone who's like um, pervert adjacent, right, sure. yeah. and you get to write down on a list or tell that person all of the, all, like your weirdest like um, kinks or whatnot, like all, all, the, all the stuff mm-hmm. that you're into mm-hmm. that you never want to, your partner to know necessarily unless... There was some sort of crossover, right? So you get to write it on a list. And then they also get to write it on a list. And then they cross-reference it. And they go, yeah, yeah, exactly. They go, all right, well, if you're both you're both into you're both into bee stung genitals, all right, you know, you gotta take turns. That's really brilliant. Would we would you guys um um, I mean, as you know, a network of perverts that you've built up over the years who (laughs) listen to this podcast, is this a service you are offering to your listeners? I would happily do it. If you're a you're in a relationship. Yeah, yeah if and you want to you want to both give Michael Hing a list. A I list will of say your that Michael or your kinks or whatnot. I will yeah, I will say that Michael Hing loves two things. He loves helping people find a sex positive way uh-huh. to enjoy each other and blackmail. So <laughs> <laughs> it will Look, be interesting course, to see which of those wins out here. <laughs> and, and, and of course, if you're a if you are you know Emmanuel Macron and you want to get in sure. touch with your kinks, please do. You know, if you're uh-huh. a world leader, if you're <laughs> sure. if you're Mo- Sure. And you and again, yeah. not only will I serve you when you want when you one day take over Australia, I will also uh-huh. help you in whatever relationship um, kink shame that you feel um, maybe uh-huh. express in your in your relationship. Look, I'm yeah. going to pretend that's a valid offer uh, to our listeners, so do get in touch if you want happy him to, to do that. More than happy um, to. 
so guys. happy to have helped establish this. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> you, um, we haven't, we haven't, we feels like we haven't done one of these with you for so long. So it's been such a delight. Mm. You have a show on ABC One that is on hiatus at the moment. Um, I do. Yes, of- hopefully uh, we'll be back by uh, the fourth of August. Amazing. Um, well, last it's two episodes. It's yeah, the such show's a good called show. Win the week, um, and, and if you me and Hing have you, both been on it. It's yeah, true. so if you've got access to ABC iView, um, you can watch our old episodes of the show. Both yeah. very funny. They're both very good. Both, you know, um, not a waste of your time to watch. Um, yeah. And I yeah. had a great while time doing that. Really good recommendation. Thank you. <laughs> while you're on public <laughs> broadcaster streaming services, me and Al made a, uh, a little half-hour special with um, with uh, Victoria Zerbst and uh, Jenna Owen called Cancelled, um, which features a lot of people who've been on Frederick at Home before. Um, and Not me somehow. Fun. I didn't get the call up. That's interesting. Well, You'll be interested to know, Michael, you were in a script and I just took you out. So, um. <laughs> yeah, he was, wasn't he? Well, yeah, yeah, and then we edited you out for, um, yeah. I guess, taste, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do the people of what do the people of the feed want to watch? Not yeah. Hing. Um, Not Hing. That's, I guess um, very you've had a similar chat to the EPs when I um, when they look went through the, the fine numbers uh, on the ratings. Yeah, um, but you can check that out on SBS on demand, or I've posted some clips from it on my socials. It's really yeah. funny. It's really really good. You don't, you guys a, have made a really fun and great thing. Thank you so much. It's, it's it was a lot of fun to make, and it's the uh, it's narrated by Baby John Burgess, um, which is a story for another time. <laughs> All right, um, well, go and watch those things now. Go to iView. Go to um, SBS on demand and watch uh, Win the Week, and also Cancelled. Um, uh, I don't have anything else to plug because there's nothing going on. <laughs> well, so guys, uh, until next time. <laughs> bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.